the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the Sue Freeze Show, talking about life, relationships, and achieving. Here's your host, Sue Freeze. Thank you so much for joining the show today. I am so happy to be with you. I really am. I'm, um, you know, just those of you that have been listening to the Sue Free Show for any length of time, you know, you've, you've kind of walked the walk with me and I've walked the walk with you. And I'm just so thankful for that. And those of you that connect with me by going to the SueFreeze.com site and tell me what's going on in your lives and, you know, asking for prayer or asking for resources or just encouraging me with your encouraging word. Evelyn, I just want to say to you, thank you so much. You are so faithful to keep me lifted up in prayer and encouraged. And uh, I'm doing the same with you. On the other end, I just want you to know that I just really, uh, you touch me mightily. And it doesn't take much, does it? If you think about it, I just had a a friend uh, die. And it's really a wake-up call for those that are still here breathing this air on this earth that you never know. You never know. And so it's really important to take every opportunity to say nice things, kind things, but truthful things to those that you care about. Those encouraging words just go so far. I right now am struggling, and I'm struggling, and I'm, um, I'm sharing this with you out of vulnerability, but also because in my struggles, there's strength in knowing that the Lord is right there with me. And in your struggles, sometimes I just I feel like if I don't remind myself that I'm victorious in Jesus' name, and that the devil is defeated in Jesus' name, sometimes it can be overwhelming and overpowering. And some of you listening right now might be struggling with something, something you're facing right now. This last weekend, I had purchased a gift for a very special, special friend who likes to line dance. And so I purchased a line dance cruise. It's just a three-day cruise, not a big deal. Go to Ensenada. Well, the first day we get on the cruise, and before I even got on the boat, I was, I got texts, I got emails the night before, and just a whole lot of attack. And some of these things, the, the whole uh, reason for me building up to this is it's what I'm going to be talking about. It's deception, lies, deceit, gossip, rumors, all those things. Okay, so stick with me here. So the night before going to dinner and, you know, just preparing and getting ready for the next day to get on this boat, you know, um, you pack, you do all those things. But I had all these business things happening and they were from people who work with me, don't work with me, that are causing problems, or they're feeling the pain of somebody else causing problems by opening their mouth, saying something, 
here's the thing. You know, if you have a person who says to you, did you know, the best thing for you to do right then and there is say, is this in any way going to affect me, positive or negative? Is it going to help me or hurt me? So don't say anything more if it's not going to be something that's going to build up or something that is going to affect me in any way. Please choose wisely before you say anything because there was something said by somebody that doesn't even work for us to another person and that person called another person and said, did you know or are you aware of? And it got around and got around people talking to other people and talking to other people. And a lot of people in the process were hurt and the information was totally false. I happened to be one of the people that there were things being said about that were from people that were no longer, you know, at the company. And so, you know, what is their motivation? Okay, that's an obvious one. But the thing is, is that if we partake, if you or I listen to something and we partake and we pass it forward, we are fueling a fire. So ask yourself that question, do you want to, what is the benefit? What is the reason that you want to keep this fuel or this flame going. I asked my one person, I said, in asking this other person about is this true or not, what would be the benefit of either or? I mean, how does this affect you? Would you have to make a decision based on your information? You know, what was the purpose of the the person telling you? And then what's the purpose of you asking the person that it was about, about it? So it's kind of uh, all tied into this. It's how, how we are affecting others by our judgment, the judgment of our words. And when you are dealing in a business setting or a relational or a ministry, to be a mature Christian and understand, which I have plenty of scripture to back this up, okay, because I will get there. You have to have judgment on, is this necessary? Is it going to be edifying? Is it going to be encouraging? Or is it going to hurt somebody? And do you have your facts? Is it truth? Right? Is it true? How do you know? You weren't there. Nine times out of ten, you weren't there. So you're just believing this person against this person or whatever. So it's really not a healthy way to go, is it? So the Lord guards us and and guides us in all of this. And so there is an article that uh, was found, and it sums up things for me about these things. I talk to some people that are either new believers or on the fence, not knowing what they believe or not sure, you know, and I ask people, where are you going to go when you die? Do you know where you're going to go when you die? Do you have a visual picture of where that is and what it looks like and what it feels like, what it smells like? Do you? What is that? Where are you going? And if there is a heaven, is there really a hell? And what does that look like, feel like, taste like, smell like? Well, the Bible kind of describes it for us. The Lord gives us the visual of these things. And what I'm, when I was on the ship and the first day was a Friday, we got on uh, in Friday, um, 
I don't know, around noon, I think, nine ten of noon. And uh, the boat was waving. And I have never in all my life been seasick, ever, in my life. So I got seasick. But what I realized later is I was dehydrated. You have to be, de- you have to be hydrated. Keep yourself with that water going. And the other thing is I had so much happening, so much attack happening to me all at once. And I, I was not able... I didn't have the strength, the power, I didn't have the empowerment at the moment to ward off all the attack that was happening. And it felt like it was happening on the surface and with people. But as I got sicker and went to my room, closed the door, and in my alone time, I realized that it was an attack from the devil. And it was a spiritual attack. Because I'm doing a lot of really, really good things. God is doing a lot of really good things through me. There's some new things happening that I can't wait to share with you, but I don't want to share until it's for sure. But it's exciting, very exciting. And it's been a long time coming and had no idea how these things were going to happen. But so so the devil doesn't want this to happen. He doesn't. And and what I realized in my alone sick time, laying on the bed, uh, just sleeping, trying to sleep and thinking and sleeping and I decided to start praying. I prayed and prayed and prayed. And I prayed out loud because, you know, the Lord hears our thoughts before we speak them. You know that. It says it in the Bible. Look it up. But did you know that the devil cannot hear your thoughts? The devil only hears what you speak out of your mouth. Now, that's a really healthy tool right now. Think about that. The devil can't. He's not in your brain. He doesn't read your mind. The Lord knows what you're thinking. All right? So keep that in mind, that if you don't want the devil to know, don't say it. That's the key to that, because he does not. And see, he does not want me to tell you this right now. And what I needed to do was to yell out, speak out in empowerment with the Holy Spirit, Jesus' precious name, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus, in Jesus' name. Devil, you are defeated, in Jesus' name. Now, some of you might be listening going, oh, that's so silly. That's so silly. And I understand because there was a time in my life I was right with you. But I can tell you that there is power in his name. Do you ever hear people when they slam their finger on the door or the hammer and they say, oh, Buddha, do you hear that? No, you don't. You don't hear that. Tatiana. You don't hear that, but you will hear Jesus's name used more than any other name. You'll hear his name used in vain. Why is that? Because there's power in his name. Now, you don't have to believe me. It's in his word. You're listening to the Sue Free Show, KKLA 99.5, The Word, KDAR, and KPRZ in San Diego, thank you so much. And even up north, KUHL, thank you so much for joining the show today. It's on different times, different channels, and it's a wonderful thing. And I also have a TV show. It's called, how original, The Sue Free Show. And it's on LA 36. And, uh, you know, it's really amazing. And I'm very humbled in all of that. And I always ask people for advice on how I can improve upon my show, The Lord Show. It's not really my show. It just has my name on it because I... I wasn't original enough to come up with anything else. Uh, A day in the life of. I don't know. Something. So this is really right here, right now for me. 
And I know because of my so many years on this earth that whatever I'm going through, there are others going through similar things or they've already been through it or they're going to head into it soon. So what I'm saying to you is gird yourself up because I had to be reminded by getting sick. Okay, the Lord didn't make me sick, but it was allowed because I needed some alone time. I needed time to just sleep, hydrate, get water in me. And I drink a lot of water. I slept, I thought, and I prayed. And out of all those things, I would say the praying and speaking Jesus' name over my life and that the devil is defeated in Jesus' name was probably the most empowering thing that broke the spiritual warfare going on with me and gave me the strength and the courage and the empowerment to feel better, to eat dinner, and to fight the fight. And know that Jesus says that we are victorious in Jesus' name. And Jesus says that the devil is defeated, that the battle has already been fought and won. So if you're going through something right now, because, you know, it's just we, we are constantly going through something, right? Whatever you're going through, understand that you have power in his name. And using it is not... It's he, he doesn't mind you using his name. Understand, though, that there's more power when you understand who he is. There's more power when you have a relationship with him. That's where the power comes from, is understanding who he is, who you are in him, and that he does protect you. He's your almighty protector, almighty healer. He's the one that gives you salvation. And after I finished my battle in the spirit because it's real I felt much more able to handle things moving forward did my problems go away no did I know how to address them not completely I asked him to guide me the thing is when people say things that are untrue there is nothing you can do about it Did you know that? I had a pastor one time tell some people that gossip is like, it's like this. Get a feather pillow, go to the highest peak of a mountain on a very, very windy day. Cut the pillow open and let the feathers fly. And then I want you to go and pick up every feather. And he was talking about gossip and rumors and how once it's said, it flies. You don't know how deep, how wide the pain goes and the person that is being said about if they don't know about it it is harming them because they don't know about it but it's harming them because other people are believing it maybe but if they find out about it then it harms them because they're thinking how can i fight this how can i how can i scream on the mountaintops that that is not true there's not no true fact in the whole situation and you don't even know what mountaintop or who to talk to And if you talk to people that have not heard anything, then you're opening up that can of worms. So you just stop. You stop talking. And the best thing you can do is not let that flame start. Don't even let the spark spark. And once it has sparked and the flame is growing, the best thing you can do is shut your mouth. And hopefully people that have any type of heart and mind are going to pay attention to the relationship they have with an individual 
and understand and really gain their trust and their facts based on their personal relationship with any person. I always do my assessment based on how a person treats me, not by what someone said, someone said, but how does that person treat me? And what kind of feelings do I have? You know, the Lord gave us intuition. The Lord gave us that inner voice that we can lean on, especially when we're leaning on the Holy Spirit. And I hope we do. Hope we do that. It's a good thing. I just want to thank you right now for joining into the Sue Free Show. And a quick commercial, I just want to let you know that if you're new to the show, uh, if you go to the website, when you go to the website, that's thinking more positive. When you go to the website, and it's spelt Sue, like Sue, boy named Sue, Sue, freeze like fries, F-R-I-E-S, and then dot com. Go there. And when you go there, there is a lot of free things that you can you can download, you can read, you can watch. There are eight and a half years of podcast by subject matter, by guest. I have guests on quite often. And there is the IMs, which the IMs are probably the most empowering thing that you can do on a regular basis. Just make a decision that you're going to do this thing. Download them and tell them to yourself. You know, say them out loud so the devil can hear them, right? Because the devil can't hear your thoughts. Remember? Say them out loud. And your life will change by the renewing of your mind. And that's biblical, too. So do that, would you? And most of all, do me a favor. Connect with me by going there, giving me your name, your phone number, your address, whatever you want to do, your email, whatever. And talk to me. Tell me what's going on in your life. Tell me how I can pray for you. If you need a resource, whatever you need, please connect with me, would you? I am all about connecting. And I might not have the answer, but I probably can find it by asking the question to resources that I have available to me. And I feel very fortunate in that regard. So here we go. That was a lot of intro to get into this. But I wanted you to understand, you know, when, I, when I'm preparing for the show and everything, I'm thinking, okay, Lord, what do you want me to talk about? And usually he wants me to talk about what I'm feeling the most about at the moment because it has more emotional charge. It really does because I can relate. I'm right there with you. You know, it's not something I'm just talking about. It's something I'm living and the Lord uses that. You know that, right? He uses our our hurts. He uses our pain, even our suffering. And when we're real with other people, it causes things to happen. Our world is filled with con artists, liars, and thieves who seek to defraud us. But the Bible warns us about the greatest deceiver of all, Satan, the devil. Are you aware of his tactics? Are you prepared to avoid his schemes? Or could you fall victim to his deceptions. Did you know that there is a thief who wants to rob you of the most valuable possession of all, your eternal life and your future as a child of God? This thief works through deceptive practices from selfish vanity to pride to dangerous occultism, seeking to turn people away from the truth and from the way of life that will bring true happiness. Do you want happiness? Do you want the joy of the Lord? And do you want it God's way? Your Bible warns of a great spirit war that will take place in the future, actually in the very near future. So the great dragon was cast out, that serpent of old called the devil and Satan, who deceives the whole world. 
He was cast to the earth and his angels were cast out with him. Revelation 12, 9. Satan, the devil, deceives the whole world. That means the people of every nation. That means you. That means me. I have been deceived. You have been deceived. But thankfully, God calls us out of this world's deception through the true Jesus Christ of the Bible. The name of Jesus. Speak it out loud. Do you think that because you are a religious person, you cannot be deceived? Jesus revealed that one of the most pervasive forms of deception is found in religious practice. And the Bible reveals who is behind many religious deceptions. Do you know who? The Apostle Paul warns the Corinthians against false ministries. For such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into apostles of Christ. And no wonder, for Satan himself transforms himself into an angel of light. Therefore, it is no great thing if his ministers also transform themselves into ministers of righteousness, whose end will be according to their works. Second Corinthians eleven thirteen through 15. Yes, Satan has many strategies, schemes, and devices to deceive us. Some unknowingly worship him as an angel of light, while others look to him through seances, tarot cards, channeling, and astrology, Millions of people dabble in the occult and seek answers from the mystics. These dark practices are deceptive, and most who call themselves Christians can recognize blatant satanic influence. But Satan also has many other, more subtle schemes. Deception, false doctrine. Where do we find godly doctrine or teaching, Jesus said? And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Truth is revealed in the Bible, but we must also practice the truth. Jesus said in the previous verse, If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed. Convince, rebuke, exhort with all longsuffering and teaching. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but according to their own desires, because they have itching ears, they will heap up for themselves teachers, and they will turn their ears away from the truth and be turned aside to fables. That's 2 Timothy 4, 2 through 4. The book of Revelation warns us about one of the most pervasive deceptions. The Apostle John saw in vision the famous four horsemen of the apocalypse. He wrote, And I looked, and behold, a white horse, he who sat on it and had a bow, and a crown was given to him, and he went out conquering and to conquer. As we have pointed out in previous articles, the true revelator is Jesus Christ. He reveals the meaning of this white horse and its rider. Jesus described that the white horse symbolizes false religion, including those who falsely claim to come in Christ's name. And Jesus answered and said to them, Take heed that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and will deceive many. That's Matthew 24, 4 and 5. The devil, Satan, has deceived the whole world. Those whom he deceives, he holds captive. You can read about that in 2 Timothy we must all be on guard against the devil's deceptions, like the Apostle Paul. We must not be unaware of his schemes. So another deception is bitterness. You know, uh, I just had a lady working for me, and um, I had to let her go because she did something totally wrong, uh, really wrong. And at the end of it, after I let her go and told her why she was being let go, I told her that I would forgive her. She started crying. She knew she had done wrong, and it was really wrong, and... I, I just said, you know, I'm going to forgive you and because I'm called to do that. 
And it's difficult to do that. And sometimes we don't feel it at the moment, but we're called to forgive because it really doesn't affect them. It affects us. So understand that, that if you have unforgiveness, it will cause bitterness as you move forward. We will be back with more of the Sue Free Show right after this brief break. Hi, this is Sue Freeze, the termite lady from Ecola Termite and Pest Control. And I'm Tyson Freeze, Sue's son, and also work at Ecola. I understand why Ecola is Southern California's number one alternative pest control company. As a child with asthma, my mother made it her number one priority to protect me from harmful chemicals and contaminants. I wrote a book about it called Learning to Breathe, about a love without bounds and a fight I refuse to lose. I'll always be thankful for my mom's love and strength during this struggle, which essentially saved my life. I'm proud knowing my mother, Andy Cola, cares for our customers like my mom cared for me. We are offering $100 off any termite work and $50 off pest control for new customers. Just call 877-332-BUGS for details. That's 877-332-BUGS. Or online at termitelady.com. Ecola, powerful termite and pest control. As gentle as a butterfly. Love you, Mom. Ecola termite and pest control. 877-332-BUGS. Ah, this is the life, honey. A little rain, a little sun. And a delicious house to eat. Yeah, I love the taste of pine. Oh, Joey, is there anything better than being a termite? There is. Being a homeowner without termites like you. Hi, I'm Susan Fries, owner of E. Termite Services, California's leading termite and pest control company. This time of year, termites are looking for a home, your home. Chances are they've already moved in. Give them a little rain, a little sun, and they'll start swarming and nesting, raising their kids. Thousands of hungry kids. We'll get rid of your unwelcome house guests quickly and conveniently. We use microwave, electric gun, and the E. heat process that effectively kills termites without the move-out hassle or embarrassment of tinting. Call us at 1-800-332-BUGS. Joey, it's getting hot in here. Yeah, shocking too. Mother was right. You're a lousy provider. Oh. E. Cola, powerful termite and pest control, as gentle as a butterfly. Ask about our lifetime renewable warranty. Call 1-800-332-BUGS. Here's your host, Sue Freeze. Thank you, Ecola Termite and Pest Management Services, for sponsoring this show. And if you are interested or you're not sure but you want to give it a shot, contact me, would you? And I'll talk with you about the possibilities. And if you are a local company and you want to just try this out in a local office or a local, you know, like San Diego or Ventura or whatever, we can do that too because uh, my show goes different places. And so if you talk to me, I will tell you if this is a good fit for you or not. I will just... We'll just spend a little time talking. Okay, I've been doing advertising marketing for a long, long, long time, and I've learned a lot in the School of Hard Knocks in that area. So I'd love to help you out. I'd love to give it a shot with you and see if it's a good fit. Okay? So that's that for advertising. Um, another thing is I mentioned before about the uh, SueFreeze.com site. You can purchase the Learning to Breathe book or the other book that's more recent called The Change. It is one of, I think they're at 13 now, 13 different books where they have asked 20 different authors to put in their input regarding whatever the subject matter is, which happens to be change. There's a lot of change going on. You know, there just really is. And life is about change. And some of my employees 
are really into change. And I have other employees that really prefer things being status quo, just like they don't like the change aspect. But then, you know, they warm up to it and then they're fine. But it's interesting how we have all different types of people in this world and we have to understand how to deal with each and every one of them as these other people need to learn how to deal with us. Right. Okay, so before the break, I was talking about bitterness and unforgiveness or forgiveness and how important it is that even if you're not feeling it, it is a conscious decision that you make to forgive, even when you don't feel like it, you know, you just don't feel like it, but you make a decision and you say out loud, I forgive you. And what happens after time is it ends up happening where you have forgiveness in your heart and there's no more power in it in a negative world you're it's just it, the power is gone the negative power the positive power is is that you're released from this prison called bitterness and unforgiveness and you can move on with your life which is a good thing so i'm going to read what this says here it says if we are not careful to watch our feelings we can become bitter perhaps someone offends us then the hurt feelings turn into a grudge Then we start thinking about revenge. If such feelings are nursed and encouraged, they can turn into hate. Not a good word. Not a good word. Then that hate can turn into bitterness. Christians need to identify and overcome any feelings of hate and bitterness. Notice this instruction. This is from the Lord. You ready? Pursue peace with all people and holiness, without which no one will see the Lord. Looking diligently, lest anyone fall short of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up cause trouble, and by this many become defiled. Now, the story that I mentioned in the very beginning, that was Hebrews twelve fourteen through 15, by the way. The, the story I was telling you about, you know, people, you know, hearing something and then trying to clarify and confirm and whatnot. It's exactly this, this right here. Pursuing peace with all people and holiness, Right? That's what it is. And we we will all, he says it, the Lord says, we will all fall short of the glory of God. He's told us that. Phew. You know, there's something about that. I'm going to fall short of the glory of God. But his grace is sufficient for you and for me. Meaning that even in our failing, the Lord loves us. He forgives us. And we can move on and not hammer ourselves to death. Because that really doesn't get us anywhere at all. And it says here, lest any root of bitterness springing up cause trouble, and by this many become defiled. So a person that's upset, that decides they want to cause harm, and they decide to make up a lie and gossip it, that is a root of bitterness. And that causes nothing positive for anyone, not even the person that makes up the the lie, the story. It's going to come back. Not in a good way, but it will come back. And it's not for us to, to have justification. It's not for us to have revenge. The revenge, as it says here, is the Lord's, not ours. Such bitterness can even lead to the unpardonable sin. How can we counteract those feelings? Simply by following Jesus Christ's instructions. He taught us, but I say to you, love your enemies. Not easy, is it? Almost impossible unless you have the Lord. Love your enemies, bless those who curse you, do good to those who hate you, and pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. Okay? I just read something that I'm not doing. I am not praying for the people that are causing me harm. So, guilty is charged right here, right now. 
I'm going to change that right now. And if that's you, then maybe you should take up. You know, we have to do what God says. And when he reveals it to us, there's no escaping that we didn't know because I just read it and it just like hit me right in the face, right? I am not praying for those that are persecuting me. I'm not praying for those that are doing me wrong. And I need to do that according to the Lord. I need to do that. That you may be sons of your father in heaven, for he makes his sun rise on the evil and on the good and sends rain on the just and on the unjust. So the rain goes on both. See, good and bad happens to everyone. That's Matthew 5, 44, 45, if you want the address so you can look it up yourself, which I encourage you to do. Open up that Bible. Just open it up and read. Even professing Christians sometimes fall into the trap of plotting revenge for some offense or injustice. God warns us against this attitude. Do not say, I will recompense evil. Wait for the Lord and he will save you. Proverbs twenty twenty two. Our Lord and Savior set the example that when he was reviled, did not revile in return. When he suffered, he did not threaten, but committed himself to him who judges righteously. First Peter two twenty three. Pray for God's intervention that he will execute his righteous judgment. He will execute vengeance if it is divinely warranted. Christians should not take vengeance into their own hands and succumb to Satan's attitude of hate. Scripture warns us, for we know him who said, vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. And again, the Lord will judge his people. It is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. Hebrews 10, 30, 31. You know, for those that are seeking justice, as I would like to have justice done for those that have, you know, done wrong to me, that brings me some comfort to read that scripture that I just read. I, um, yeah, I'm comforted in that because vengeance is his. So he's much, he's almighty powerful. So we need to make him or let him do his thing because he's going to do it much better than we ever could do it. I'm comforted in that. Christians need to pray for their enemies. Are you kidding me? I have to do that? I have to pray for my enemies. Now, I could only do that with the Lord's help. I'm just being real. If he's telling me to do it, then out of blessing, out of obedience comes blessings. I remember that from a long time ago. Out of obedience comes blessings. Not always do we want to do what he's telling us to do. But when we do, I want to be blessed. How about you? I want his blessings. Bless those who curse you. That is the Christian way. Ugh. That is how we can overcome Satan's infectious attitude of hate and bitterness. That makes so much sense, even though it's not so easy. I encourage you to read these scriptures. I encourage you to do what he's telling us to do. I'm going to do it. You can hold me accountable. I said it on the air. I need to pray for my enemies. There's something inside of me. I don't know. There's something inside me that's going, ooh. <sighs> but you know what? I know I need to do it, so I'm going to. So hold me accountable, okay, would you? Lack of faith. Now, that's another thing. I need to have faith. Do you need to have faith? And if we don't have faith, is it easier? I mean, it's, it would be even more difficult to do what he's telling you to do. But I have faith that the Lord's telling me to do this because it's going to be in my best interest to do it. That's my faith. My belief is 
He knows more than I do. I'm going to follow his, his guide. When Satan attacked him, the patriarch, Job, remained faithful to God and learned vital spiritual lessons. At one point, Job said, For the thing I greatly feared has come upon me, and what I dreaded has happened to me. In our modern language, we might call Job's experience a self-fulfilling prophecy. As Christians, we must face our fears with faith and must pray for God's protection and intervention. When we study the Bible and we believe God's promises, he gives us faith. Scripture reminds us, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I need to remember that scripture. I'm going to memorize that one. I had that one memorized, but I didn't remember the address. And if you don't remember the address, it's Romans 10, 17. You are listening to the Sue Free Show on KKLA 99.5, the word or KPRZ in San Diego. And I am so thankful that you've joined in with me today. So Romans 10, 17. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Think about that. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. It's very good. Lack of faith opens us to satanic deceptions. The book of Hebrews recounts the faithlessness of those ancient Israelites who lacked faith and trust in God. We need to learn from their hardness of heart and avoid it in our own lives. Beware, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart or unbelief in departing from the living God, but exhort one another daily. Exhort. What does that word mean to you? Exhort. Does it mean gossip? I don't think so. Does it mean rumor? I don't think so. While it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. Those who lack faith in Christ and who persist in trusting Satan will ultimately be destroyed. But the cowardly, unbelieving, abominable murderers, sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death, Revelation 21.8. Thankfully, there is also good news for those who have faith and avoid Satan's deceptions. He who overcomes shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son or daughter. Verse 7. God wants you to be his faithful and trusting son or daughter through Jesus Christ our Lord. He will give you his faith if you turn to him with your whole heart. In the meantime, arm yourself with spiritual knowledge. Avoid self-deception. Avoid the world's deceptions and avoid Satan's deceptions. As the Apostle Paul reminded us, Christians are not ignorant of Satan's devices. Christians are not ignorant of Satan's devices. As regular readers of the Bible, prophecy foretells of a great future, false religious system inspired by Satan that will influence billions of people all over the earth. By staying close to the true God, you can avoid satanic deception. Do not let yourself be deceived. Read your Bible. Ask the Lord to reveal himself to you when you're, before you start reading the Bible. And doing it with somebody is really nice, reading the Bible with somebody, because it helps you to stay accountable. Because sometimes it's just hard to get off doing it. It's just like praying. Praying is something that you need to make a decision to pray. Like I pray before my meals. And it doesn't matter where I am, who I'm with, I will pray. I ask permission because I don't want people to be uncomfortable. 
but I'll say, would you mind if I say a quick prayer? I don't know why I say quick, but I do, because food might get cold, big deal. Or maybe I just don't want people to be uncomfortable for any length of time. But there's been so many times in the business world where I get asked to go to, to lunch. And uh, I found out later that people that have asked me more than once and see what I do, that they look forward to the prayer. And I, I think that's wonderful. But you don't know who you're affecting. You don't know who's watching ever. So I just make it a point to do that. And I want to bless my food. And some people don't understand blessing your food. But I bless my food before it goes in my temple. I just think it's important to do. Bless this food. Nourish my body. Keep me strong and healthy. And help me be a light in the darkness. These are things that I say. And I don't take it lightly. I, I mean, it really, I mean it. Because I want to have a healthy body. Because you can't buy health. And, and people that are healthy don't realize how wonderful it is. I don't think until they get sick and then all of a sudden they realize just how wonderful it was to not be in pain and not to hurt and all of those things so i have some scriptures that were brought out and i also have the jesus calling which i i try to refer to but i haven't been very good at it because i've run out of time so i'm going to read that now and then i'll go to the scriptures because scriptures they just speak so strongly don't they and uh, memorizing scripture is really something I'm working on. I have a index card I got at Big Lots. Don't laugh at me. It's okay. Uh, I got this index card that's all attached. And so I'm putting scriptures on there, and I'm trying to read those till I get them inside my spirit, inside my heart, inside my head, uh, so that I can remember them when I need them. When somebody is needing encouragement or needing a word, I want to have the right word. Be prepared, God says. Be prepared. Be prepared with his word. I'm not always prepared because I don't always remember where the word is. And so Romans 10, 17, he gives us faith. Scripture reminds us. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That's, that's one that I'm going to re-member, re-remember uh, that I'd forgotten. Anyway, so I'm going to read from this book. It says, do not hesitate to receive joy from me, for I bestow it on you abundantly. How many of you right now are feeling joy abundantly? Uh-huh. I am. Even in the mix of all of the attack, even in the mix of everything that is, I just don't have the answers for. The Lord has just filled me with this warmth and this joy and the spirit of thankfulness that only can come from my relationship with the Lord. I am so grateful and I'm so thankful to be talking to you right now. I wish I could see your face. I really do. And sometimes I can feel something in the spirit, uh, emotions or whatnot. But I wish I could see your face. So I'd love to be talking to you like, you know, one-on-one -on -one or in a group. There's been some requests for me to speak, and I don't even know what to charge for that. Uh, I'm going to have to figure that out. Anyway, so here we go. The more you rest in my presence, the more freely my blessings flow into you. Anybody want more blessings? He's telling you. The more you rest in my presence, the more freely my blessings flow into you. So if you want more blessings, what do you need to do? In the light of my love, you are gradually transformed from glory to glory. It is through spending time with me that you realize how wide and long and high and deep is my love for you. For you. His love for you. You. If you were the only person on the earth, the love he has for you. 
Now, some of you, that might make you cry, and that's okay. You go ahead. Sometimes the relationship I offer you seems too good to be true. I pour my very life into you, and all you have to do is receive me. In a world characterized by working and taking, the admonition to rest and receive seems too easy. There is a close connection between receiving and believing. As you trust me more and more, you are able to receive me and my blessings abundantly. That's a nice word, isn't it? To receive him and his blessings abundantly? I love that. I want that. Be still and know that I am God. Here's some scriptures for you. But we all with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as from the Lord the Spirit. 2 Corinthians 3.18 So that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, and I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power, together with all the saints, to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ, and to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. I want that too. How about you? That's Ephesians three seventeen through 19. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Psalm 46, 10. Sometimes. I don't know about you, but I have a hard time stopping, just stopping and doing nothing. That's difficult for me. Probably one of the most difficult things for me is to do nothing. Sometimes the Lord wants you to do nothing because you can hear. You have to get rid of the noise. And me going into my little cabin and feeling sick and tired and dehydrated. That little whisper, be still and know that I am God and I'm here with you, Sue, and I'm going to heal this. And then, you know, things started to change because I took the time. I had that little alone time. Sometimes that's what we need to do. What did Jesus do? He was dealing with so many things. He had to take 40 days and go into the desert, right? He didn't need the distractions. He didn't need the noise. If there was noise in the desert, I don't know. But he needed to have that quiet time, that quiet time with his heavenly father. And when in doubt... Be still. When in doubt, be still. Listen to your breathing. Pray. Ask the Lord to reveal to you what you need to do next. And maybe sometimes it's absolutely nothing. What? Lord, where are you? I don't hear you right this minute. He wants you just to be still. Do nothing. Do nothing. Do nothing. Listen to your breathing. And then just remember the things that you have that you're thankful for. Start with your toes and work up your body. Or start at your hair on your head and work down your body. Just think about the things that you have that you can do, not what you can't do, not what you don't have. Focus on what you can and what you have. And be thankful. In all things, give thanks. Not some things, all things, even the troubles. I really learned who I was in my troubled times. Getting through those troubled times and getting back up again, there's empowerment in that. There's a lesson to be learned, for sure. But there's empowerment in those troubled times. 
even in relationships, right? When you're going through tough times, you know, to understand more about that other person, to understand more about what's going on between you two and, and learning how to communicate and talk about your feelings and for it to be a safe place to do that. That's huge. It's huge to have a safe place to talk about what you're feeling, how you're feeling and why you're feeling. That's just huge. So about gossip and lies, Ephesians 4.29, let no corrupting talk come out of your mouth, but only such as good for building up as fits the occasion that it may give grace to those who hear. So ask yourself the question when somebody's coming up, did you hear? Do you know? Is this true? Proverbs 6.16.19. There are six things that the Lord hates, seven that are an abomination to him, haughty eyes, a lying tongue. Hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that makes haste to run to evil, a false witness who breathes out lies, and one who sows discord among brothers. A dishonest man spreads strife, and a whisper separates close friends. Whoever keeps his mouth and his tongue keeps himself out of trouble. There you go. Right there. Right? If anyone thinks he is religious and does not bridle his tongue but deceives his heart, this person's religion is worthless. Until next week, be thinking about this. Consider this. Be still and know that he is God. And he's there for you. He'll empower you. Ask him into your heart. Ask him to guide and fight off the Satan because he is defeated in Jesus' name. God bless you. Bye-bye. It's that time of the year when bugs multiply like crazy and start looking for a home, your home. Ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, and a lot of other creepy crawly critters, even rats and other varmints. It's time to call E. coli Termite and Pest Control Services. They offer complete ecological pest control of rodents and insects. E. coli has one-time services, ongoing monthly services, their most popular and economical every-other-month service, and even quarterly service for occasional pest problems. E. coli keeps rats and mice out and eliminates insects in their nests. It's the most effective way. And their termite control is legendary. So call E. coli today for a free estimate of complete pest control at 877-332-BUGS. No more creepy-crawly critters like ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, rats, and other pests. Call them at 877-332-BUGS. 877-332-BUGS. E.C.O.L.A. Powerful pest control services as gentle as a butterfly. Ask about their two-year warranty. Call 877-332-BUGS. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 